0: A few orders of business to kick off today's show, okay? Okay. Number one, every week, if you, uh, we do it about every week. uh, If you get our text messages, we send out a poll. It's called the $100 question because somebody who answers wins $100.
1: It is the most mindless thing that you will participate in. And I mean that in a good way.
0: But uh, a, a lot of times, the questions somehow come up on the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, the question this week was, what if one, uh, if you could only have one food cooked on the grill this summer, what would it be? And I think the choices were hamburger or cheeseburger. That was like one. Yeah. Hot dog, of course. Chicken. And then I think the steak was up there. And then I think the last one was veggies. Because if you're a vegetarian or vegan, you're not going to eat any of the meat. Steak, number one. Really? Close second. Burgers. Burgers. Yeah. And steak and burgers combined were about 70% of the votes.
1: Summer's all about the meat.
0: Yeah. What would yours be?
1: Mine would be burgers. Yeah. Just because I feel like. I don't, it's just, a, it just feels good in the summer to eat a burger and drink a Coke. And I don't even drink Coke anymore. Right. I used to drink like four a day and I had to do an intervention on myself, but I still appreciate the memory of how it tastes together. And that is summer.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, so I think mine would be cheeseburger would be the the one if I had to go steak. I can
1: get sick of steak. Steak I can, I can do like, Yeah. Like once every couple,
0: couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. But cheeseburger, that would be mine. So if you want to participate in these polls and possibly win $100, just text the word upside to 800-434-5454. We will make sure you're included. That's number one. Number two, uh, based on your feedback, this is a poll that I did on Facebook. A lot of polls. You here. like polls. Jeff be, loves I like, a good poll. I love data. So, uh, the number, the second order of business is based on a poll that I put on Facebook, name that noise, definitely coming back. Um, It'll be coming back in the next week or so. I've already started listening for sounds.
1: Now, here's the thing, because by the way, nothing is harder than trying to pick a sound when you're under pressure. Yeah. Like you have to randomly hear it and be like, oh, that would be good. But like doing it under pressure is nearly impossible because everything seems obvious. Well, Um,
0: what I I normally do is I just, when you're, I'll wait until you're at work or you're at Target or something, and I'll just walk around the house, knocking things, clicking things, jiggling things. We have a lot
1: more, you know, A lot more in our name that noise wheelhouse
0: now that we have an Ellie. I'm not going to do that, though. I'm going to. I'm not going to have it. No, what
1: I meant is like what I mean by that is we don't even give Ellie toys half the time. We give her things. She bangs things on other things like she could actually be the one doing the sound.
0: Creating the noise. But I will tell you, here's your first hint. It's not going to be anything that only a baby owner would own. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to, you know, uh, what's the word exclude a big part of the audience because they either don't have kids or haven't had kids in their house, you know, babies in their house in a decade.
1: Everyone's got a Tupperware that can fall on a
0: counter. Exactly. So, uh, so name that noise, definitely coming back. Um, also free stuff Friday definitely coming back. I'm trying to make it start this Friday.
1: That was something I did not know that everybody liked so much.
0: I don't know if they like it or not. I do. I like saying thank you to the audience. I like saying thank you to the people who listen to our show multiple times a week. Are we going to have a jingle? Yeah. I going to make a jingle for Free Stuff Friday. You
1: should. My, I think that was my dad's request, actually.
0: I'm going to work on a jingle. The, yeah. We're going to talk about jingles later this week because- the jingle, com- they, they've they raised their prices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was once, oh, yeah, we can do this is now. Uh, All right. Uh, maybe Jeff and I will sing it. Yeah. With a lily bark in the background. I don't know.
0: And then uh, the other thing that's coming back that we didn't talk about in our thank you for 12 months episode, but was highly requested. Uh, and this is also coming back in the next couple of weeks. Dramatic cookbook readings.
1: Yes.
0: I don't know how we forgot that. I had so much fun doing those.
1: Yeah, and you're really good at them. They're really funny.
0: Yeah, so that's all of the orders of business. Uh, We will adjourn this committee meeting and begin the official episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff right now.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for ice cream.
1: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for family dinners.
0: Here is a confession. Uh, I read the news about Harry and Meghan Markle's daughter being born. Lily. They're calling her Lily. Yeah. But her legal name is Lilibet Mm -hmm. or Lilibet. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's a, a family nickname for Queen Elizabeth. Yes. I read it quickly and I thought. Little bit? No. no, I thought her name was like bet or something. And they were calling her Lil Bet, like Lil Wayne. Like I thought they were, I thought that was the nickname. And I'm yeah, like, that sounds logical. I'm like, that's odd, but let's go. Okay. All Whatever. right. All right. Megan and Harry. Lil I mean, bet. they live
1: in LA now. They're like celebrities. Celebrities have weird names for their kids sometimes. Yeah.
0: So. But it's Lilabet, right? Yeah. And she's named her first name is Queen Elizabeth's nickname. Her second name is Diana, mm-hmm. right? And then she's got her fancy last name because mm-hmm. she's a Mount royal. in Windsor. Yeah. She's a, is she a royal? Technically.
1: Um kind She of. does not have a title at this point, but when Prince William is um, king, she, or no, he it's will, either Prince William or um, Prince Charles. When one of them becomes king, uh, they will have the option to be titled.
0: Got it. Uh, and this is Lilibet, Lilibet, Lily, Lily. I'm going to call her Lily. Yeah. Lily is their second child. Yes. And I was up late reading this article about the, the uh, Meghan Markle and, and, and Harry's child, Prince Harry. Or-
1: uh, I'm glad that I'm rubbing off on you. Continue.
0: Yeah. And somehow it led me down a wormhole of the importance of birth order. Have you ever looked into this?
1: I have actually.
0: Hey, all right. I am going to share with you uh, some of the personality traits of a firstborn child.
1: Now, here's what I want to know that I've always wondered. So if you are an only child, are you considered the first? Like, do you still have the same no. characteristics as a firstborn?
0: Completely different. Okay. Not completely different, but different. Okay. All right. So tell me if you consider yourself to be... Uh, The following six things. Reliable. Yes. Conscientious. Yes. Structured.
1: Am I structured?
0: I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cautious. Yes. Controlling. Don't think you're controlling.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm controlling.
0: Are you an achiever? Yes. Do you like being the center of attention? No. Uh, Okay. So the... Firstborn child is accustomed to being the center of attention. They because when they're firstborn, they have mom and dad to themselves for right. a period of time, right? Um, many parents spend more time reading and explaining things to firstborn children that other children don't get the advantage of mm-hmm. just because there's more chaos. Uh, some of the challenges that firstborn children have are an intense fear of failure. Yes. So nothing they accomplish feels good enough. Correct. Okay. They uh, tend to stick to the straight and narrow. They're typically inflexible. They don't like change and they're hesitant to step out of their comfort zone. Don't even pause on that. Like you're thinking about if that's you or not. I don't
1: think I'm inflexible.
0: Really? Have you been in the same room that I'm in when I tell you that like, we're moving or our vacation plans are changing or oh,
1: vacation plans. I was all about it. Moving was once. And it was because I was pregnant during a pandemic. That is not even no, 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 I think that I am perfectly flexible with the exception of this moment right now. And but I think the other ones are true.
0: Um, They have a take charge po- personality and can sometimes be bossy.
1: I think I can be bossy. So can the, I be
0: bossy? those are the traits of the firstborn. Now. I don't know. We're going to need help. I'll do only child. for. I'll do me next. Yeah. And then we're going to have to come back to middle child and younger child. Because, look, what would your sister, your sister would be the youngest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that even a question? There's only two of us, oldest, youngest.
0: Because the way they wrote the article, it's like the next child in succession, the middle child, yeah. You know, and so, all right, here's some personality traits of only children. And by the way, if you're a middle child, we're going to, we're still going to share some of these things mm-hmm. or if my if mom's you, a middle child. Okay. So we'll need like your mom and and other people who listen to the show to, to message us or call yeah. us and confirm that. Cause we don't know, um, only children mature for their age. Yes. Perfectionists. Conscientious, which is also that came up with what do you call it? Um, the firstborn as well, diligent and leaders. Without any siblings to compete with, the only child monopolizes mom and dad's attention and resources. But not just for a short time like a firstborn, but forever. This makes an only child something like a quote super firstborn. Only children have the privilege and sometimes the burden of having all of their parents' support and expectations on their shoulders. True, hundred percent. All right, uh, youngest child in the family, uh, and I'll do these uh, quickly, and then we'll we'll dig deep into the, dig deeper into them in the next day or two after we get your messages confirming whether this is accurate or not. Okay, um, a youngest child, fun loving. Uncomplicated, manipulative,
1: <laughs>
0: outgoing, attention seeking, and self centered. Oh, they're the most free spirited due to their parents' increasingly laissez faire attitude toward parenting. Uh, the baby of the family uh, has those traits that I just li- um, listed and. Lastborns generally aren't the strongest or smartest in the room, so they develop their own ways of winning attention. A middle child Wow. Okay. Yeah, a middle child is a people pleaser, somewhat rebellious, thrives on friendships, has a large social circle, and is a peacemaker. That is so my mother. Really?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Middleborns are go with the flow types. Uh, once the younger sibling arrives, they must learn how to negotiate and compromise in order to fit in. <laughs> they receive less attention at home, so they forge stronger bonds with friends. Some of the challenges that middle childs have. Uh, middle middle, childs. middle children have. Um, they're acutely aware that they don't get as much parental attention as their trailblazing older sibling or the beloved youngest. They feel like their wants and needs are ignored. No. No. So, uh thoughts on that. We welcome them 800-434-5454. If you want to read the full article, I did highlights. It's like an 8-page article from Parents Magazine. If you want to read the whole thing, I can text it to you. Just send the word text the word order O R D E R to 800-434-5454 and I'll send you the link.
1: I have a very weird, kind of not upside oh, no. thing to ask, and I feel a little weird about asking it on the show because I'm not trying to stir up trouble. Oh, boy. But he- hear me out. My question is...
0: Didn't we decide yesterday to be, or the day before, to be like hypersensitive about our upsidey stuff?
1: Well, I don't think our attitude has been bad. Maybe yours has, I don't think. Okay, yeah. Um okay, my question is, is it ever okay to break the law if you're doing it for a safety reason?
0: Oh, yes. You uh, you are, I don't like you are the such an older, oldest child.
1: I don't like breaking the rules. Here's the thing. The only time that I enjoy breaking the rules and I feel fine breaking the rules is going with the flow of traffic because I did learn how to drive in the city of Atlanta. And if you go the speed limit here, you get run over. So just fair warning, if you've never been here before and you're coming in on the interstate, that's what you have to look, you know, that's what you should expect. But I go to work in the middle of the night. And Atlanta crime right now, I don't know if I'm more aware of it or if it's up.
0: It's de- well, two it things
1: scary right now.
0: It's definitely uh crime is definitely up. I think it's up all over, over the country, but Atlanta's getting hit especially hard. And there's an Instagram account that allows people to share photos of car wrecks or if, if somebody has like crime scene tape up around their house yeah. or their business, like people just take a picture of it and they, they post it to this. It's
1: like gossip girl
0: yes. of crime. And if you check Instagram too often, you start to become freaked out.
1: But here's the thing. It's, I feel, cause I have friends that are like, nope, can't follow it too much, whatever.
0: I don't disagree with them.
1: I don't disagree with them either. That said, I also think there is a degree of being aware of what's going on and being smart and diligent. As someone that drives to work in the middle of the night, I feel like I probably need to know what's going on in my city just for awareness.
0: Correct. And safety.
1: And safety. Now, I like playing by the rules. It's just who I am. I don't Intentionally break laws. I don't like doing things like that. I like to stay inside the lines when it comes to legal stuff.
0: I now, will. I will bet that in her younger years, an overdue library book would have kept Callie up oh, at night. It
1: five thousand percent would have. Absolutely would have. Am I allowed to? Not allowed. In the middle of the night when I'm driving to work, can I stop at a stop? Can I stop at a stoplight? Look and make sure there's no danger or anyone coming. Because I would say 90% of the time, I'm the only one I see on the road. Right. And then run a red light if I feel unsafe.
0: Yes. It doesn't, it shouldn't even be a negotiable.
1: Now for me. About
0: if you feel unsafe, when you're driving through the city, treat the red lights. I'm not advocating for breaking laws. I'm saying treat the red lights like stop signs. Look both ways be safe and then go? Because sitting there, especially with those lights that take minutes to change.
1: I mean, two minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but it is a long time when you're by yourself and there's no one around. And I did start plotting my roots. Like, so I would drive by a Waffle House because my thought was, well, if something happens to me, There will always be someone at Waffle House to help or whatever. And you know that there is not one person at Waffle House that is not calling the cops to help you when... You're in trouble. You know what I mean? mean? Like the people at Waffle House will either call the cops or they will come out and beat up the person that is trying to hurt you. You're talking about
0: the the servers or you're talking about the customers? Because the customers.
1: No, not the customers. I'm talking about the people that work at Waffle House. Like you think an 84 year old lady who's been working there for 30 years wouldn't come out and beat some tail.
0: Right. You
1: got another thing coming. Anyway, that's my question. Please call and let me know. Is it okay to break the law if it's in the name of safety?
0: Kramer. Over at Certified Mama's Boy does, from time to time, a segment on his show where he helps his listeners with advice. Mm -hmm. So if they find themselves in a predicament, he tries to crowdsource some suggestions for them. And he had a dilemma on his show a week or two ago that I thought was funny and interesting. And I would like to know how you would respond if the couple was you and I. Okay. So here's the situation. I think this couple had been married six years and maybe it was five. I don't know. It was was a few, it was less than 10 years, but several years. And the the woman, the wife decided for their anniversary that year, she was going to get their wedding vows printed real nice mm-hmm. and then put them in a frame mm-hmm. so they could hang them up in their house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she goes on Etsy to look for somebody who can do like, uh,
1: calligraphy. Thank you. Yep. I couldn't
0: think I was about to say fancy cursive. Yeah. Right. But to do calligraphy. And so she types in like calligraphy or fancy cursive wedding vows, <laughs> yeah. right. You know, hang on the wall, whatever. She does a search and she finds a bunch of them. And she's scrolling through trying to pick out the one that she wants. And she sees on one of the posts her wedding vows that her husband said he wrote. And then she sees it on another post and another post. And she realized that they were supposed to have written their vows for each other. But her husband actually just borrowed them off a Google search on the internet. So he Googled wedding vows. Is that for real? Yeah. Found these generic whatever, tweaked them a little to be good enough, you know, for her to be changed a little bit for her. But essentially told her that he he hand wrote the vows and instead whatever. So she doesn't know if she should say anything to him.
1: I would totally say something to you. But you and I tell each other, like, it would be weird not to tell you.
0: Would you be mad? Six- um, no, because
1: I feel like we have so much life under our belt at this point that, like, whatever. But I would be like, oh, my gosh, you're such a weirdo. Like, why wouldn't you just tell me that?
0: Would you be? Because they committed to each other to handwrite the... to. I keep saying handwrite. I know, but it's a really you know intimidating
1: mean. thing saying that my opinion comes from, do you remember when you're we writing our vows? I really didn't want to. You didn't? Because no. Remember we talked about this and you, because I was nervous talking in front of people and whatever. And you're like, Callie, like these are our wedding vows. And no, you that was one of your wedding non negotiables.
0: Oh my gosh, should I Google search your wedding vows? Did you take them off of Etsy?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I wrote every word of mine. And you know what's funny? I know they're hanging on in our dining room, uh-huh. but I honestly cannot remember what I remember the gist of what mine were, but I don't remember writing them. I don't remember sitting down and writing them. So maybe I did plagiarize them. I don't, it I don't it
0: know. was, it was a lot. Yours were a lot about like just. Honor and obey. Like you said that Yeah, a lot. that sounds
1: that sounds like something I would say.
0: Um, if you found out right after the wedding, would you be mad? Like if yeah, somebody if I found
1: out right after the wedding, I would be really irritated.
0: But time goes on, years pass, uh babies are born, that becomes yeah, less no, important. I care. Why is it you? No, it's not me. I, <laughs> how would it be? I'm
1: just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. You because you're like, babies have been had. It's been a while.
0: No, it's it. I, my wedding vows involved garbage can liners.
1: And Tom Hanks.
0: And Tom Hanks. So the chance of those being on an Etsy search are, are slim.
1: Pride is a time to celebrate all things LGBTQ And it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. That's why this year Bombas is choosing to be proud in every way, and they're doing it with a new collection of colorful clothing inspired by all the different experiences that make up the LGBTQ plus family. I love, love, love their collection this year. And I love the way Bombas is choosing to give back to the LGBTQ community. This year, they have socks, they have t-shirts, they have underwear, they have a ton of different styles. And if you're already a Bombas lover, you are definitely gonna wanna get your hands on these. I am super excited about all the tie-dye options and the tie-dye options come in my favorite ankle socks that I work out in. So I'm gonna be grabbing those. They also have, as part of the Pride Collections, kid socks. They have baby socks, which are so cute. And of course, because it's Bombas, the Pride collection is designed to give back one for one. And for each Pride purchase, Bombas will donate another item to someone affected by homelessness in the LGBTQ plus community. Homelessness disproportionately affects the entire LGBTQ plus population, but people of color and transgender individuals within the community are even more at risk for it. That's why each donation will be going to one of three organizations working specifically with transgender and BIPOC communities. To shop the collection and learn more about the organizations your purchase will be supporting, visit bombas.com slash upside and use the code upside to get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-N-B-A-S.com slash upside.
0: The peanut butter magic spoon tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. And you cannot believe how healthy it is. 140 calories a serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. There's no sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Magic Spoon Cereal is everything that you love about delicious breakfast cereal and all the bad stuff taken out. It's so good. They've got a guarantee that if you don't love it, they'll give you your money back. So build a custom bundle of whatever flavors you want, have it delivered to your house and start loving breakfast again. Get rid of those nasty tasting shakes and get back to something delicious: Magic Spoon cereal. Go to magicspoon.com/slash upside, grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our code UPSIDE at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com UPSIDE. Use the code UPSIDE to save $5. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. So what does that mean? That means that when you become a member of Thrive Market, you'll gain access to members-only prices on the healthy brands you love in addition to Thrive Market's in-house brands. We really love the Thrive Market taco seasoning, so we keep that stocked in our pantry all the time. And we also always grab a bottle of the Thrive Market brand avocado oil spray. It is one of Jeff's favorite things to cook with, and it is so affordable on Thrive. Thrive Market has the best selection of high-quality, healthy, and sustainable products online. It's a one-stop shop for everything you need. Organic and essential groceries, clean beauty, safe supplements, and non-toxic home plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. Plus, all of the products are ethically sourced. Join Thrive Market today to get $20 off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T dot upside to get the exclusive offer of $20 off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside.
0: Today's quote of the day. No one ever made a difference by being like everyone else.
1: Throughout the pandemic, I was someone that was going into my office. Um, There were a couple of people and I say, what did I tell you? Like 10% of our entire company was working in an office. Is that what I told you? When? When it happened? Like when the pandemic first hit?
0: I don't remember. I just remember that that your...
1: Maybe it's like 2%. I mean, The group
0: of people you worked with went from like 30 down to 5. If that. Yeah.
1: And um, it was pretty crazy because for a year, like I've been working in an essentially empty building and it was determined like that, you know, my job could not be done from home, um, that they needed me and my coworkers in the building, which is great. Um,
0: I forgot to tell you, by the way, you posted a picture. I think you were either walking into or out of your office and you had cut through the food court of the CNN building. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. is, Is it spooky?
1: It's not spooky now. Now it's weird seeing people, which takes me to my next point because we're still, I mean, you know, not, there's a first wave of people that if you've been vaccinated, you can come back to work. Yeah. And then there's a second wave of people, I think coming back, um, in the fall. But if you don't, want to, if you want to work from home, you can like, they're not forcing people to come back in the building. Um, so it's whatever your comfort level is, but it's weird because today was the first day since I've been back in the office that there were, that the first wave of people was there. And I was in studio yesterday with all my anchors for the first time. I was around crew members. I haven't seen in over a year and some of my coworkers, um, hadn't even seen me pregnant last time they saw me. I wasn't pregnant. Now I have a seven month old, like my, my, one of my coworkers, Bob was telling me, he's like, it's literally like it never happened. Like, and yeah. we're back. So it's weird for me because we're all playing this like song and dance of like, okay, well we know we don't have to mask, but are we supposed to mask? And like yeah. all this kind of weird thing. And then, you know, you're supposed to wear a mask to get into the building. But then we were in a meeting yesterday and then people weren't mad, but it's, it's so cool to be in the same. Like I was in a meeting a couple days ago, with 10 other people. Human
0: being people. I
1: mean, it was a lot of people I think were nervous about it. It felt so wonderful just to hear other people laugh, like the subtle little human things that we don't think we care about. But that's so cool. You know what I mean? Hearing a room of people laughing like
0: What do you do? It was awesome. Here's what's happened to me more than once.
1: But also I feel like I'm I'm in the responsible party of letting people know like how how work is weird now. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we don't do that
0: anymore. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, sharing
1: this. Oh yeah, doing that. Yeah, we don't do that anymore.
0: So I I this has happened a couple of times. I don't know. There's a weird greeting thing. Like, are we handshaking? Are we fist bumping? Are we hugging?
1: I think it depends.
0: Like, I-, I think the I think the stupid elbow thing went away. Like nobody's yeah, elbow elbow bumping, right?
1: I don't think so. I think you know it's just been like, "What's up?" Except for I will say, I was walking through. Um, one of the sports guys that we work with, his name's Koi wire and he is like the king of pranks. Like, you know, Koi, like he yeah. loves to prank people and Robin and I were walking down this dark hallway <laughs> to get somewhere and I did not know that he was going to be there and out like a ninja jumps Koi wire dressed head to toe, by the way, in black, and he had a mask on and it scared the daylights out of me, but he was filming it, of course, cause you know, that's what he does. And yeah, he we hugged because it was like, oh, my God, we haven't seen you in forever. So it was like it, it, we was were it hugging.
0: A, it was a mutual hug, though. Like yeah. you went into, see, I uh, we had somebody come to the, the door for a meeting. And so when I got to the door, he was standing way back and he was like holding a mask in his hand. And he kind of gave me a look like, do I need to what's the thing? And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, we've had our shots in this house. I'm fine. Are you OK? And he's like, yeah, I've had my shots. OK, we're OK. All right. He comes in. And then uh, as he walks in, like there's this weird, like I think I put my hand out to shake his hand, but he went fist bump. So then I switched to fist bump at the same time he went to hand. Yeah,
1: it's like a little awkward. And then
0: I just did some weird, goofy, vaudevillian, like spirit fingers like, yay.
1: <laughs> I do think it's cool, though, that it's acceptable, at least in my Experience with other people. It's totally acceptable, to, b- acceptable to say, "Hey, what's your comfort level with this?" Yeah, and I think that's something that we never would have done before. But I think it's a good stepping stone to like being more aware of each other. Yeah. in general, and yeah. just being like, "Hey, what's your comfort level with this? Is this okay?" Like it, that, I think is really good.
0: Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, Number one, speaking of. Uh, things that are contagious like COVID, uh, getting out your phone and using it is contagious. Um, so is yawning, laughter, toe tapping, smoking, anxiety, and smiling. <laughs> so all of those things, if it's, a, if one person is yawning, which you've all been there, like somebody yawns. I know, I'm about to it. yawn thinking about it. Right. And then, uh, or if, if you're a smoker and another smoker lights up around you, it causes huh. you to want to smoke. Um, smiling, same thing. Well, they've proven that uh, the majority of people get their phones out within 30 seconds of another person in the same small group. Oh my gosh. I
1: 1000% do that.
0: Yep. Uh, number two on my random things today, the most popular adult lunch in the United States is Turkey sandwich. Nope. Pepperoni pizza. With a Coke on this or a soda on this. Most
1: popular. How do you eat pepperoni pizza at lunch and then go back to work and be functional?
0: That's what I had for lunch today.
1: It makes me tired.
0: I had that exact. Oh, my. That's funny. But I I had that. I had a leftover piece of pizza. It
1: doesn't make you tired. And it totally takes the wind out of my sails.
0: And a Coke. All right. And my third random thing is how did you make the very first dollar that you earned in your lifetime? 50, 50 50 pe- nope 50 percent of people made their first money doing the same job chores nope it came in second lemonade stand third washing cars fourth bake sale fifth number one babysitting
1: oh yeah the, yeah me too
0: I think my first hustle was um
1: chef has had so many hustles
0: mowing lawns was it yep I think so I think I would mow lawns for like 10 bucks, which is dumb because it would be like, no matter what your size lawn is. And I remember some friend of my grandmother's. Has
1: like four acres. and Yeah.
0: Like- hired me to like mow her farm for 10 bucks. So those are my three random things.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about the Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
1: I was upstairs a couple of minutes ago and realized that our sheets look dirty because of me, but I just want to let you know they're not dirty.
0: They are dirty. And I'm glad you said something because I'm like, what is on Callie's side of the bed? It looks like... Mud,
1: it's not mud on it's, the
0: pillowcase on the comp on the duvet cover comforter thing. It's
1: tinted moisturizer. It's Wh- like, it's like, why are you putting it's like tinted? SPF. Well, I'm not before I go to bed, but um, there was this weekend when I got too tired to wash my face, oh. so I just fell asleep with tinted moisturizer on, and then oh. apparently I was like sweating or something, and then I got on the sheet. So it's yeah. not, I it's not really dirty, it's like lotion being on the sheets, but you can just see it
0: because it's tinted. But it it looks really dirty. It's not. Okay.
2: Hi, guys. It's T-Bird. I can relate to, like, everything you guys talked about on the show today. First of all, losing things. People spending 153 days searching for a lost item. Okay. I have probably spent 1,053 days searching for the freaking remote in my bed when I'm watching TV at night. I have to get up out of the bed, cursing, like so mad, where is the freaking remote? And then I find it, of course, and I get back in, and then ten minutes later, it's gone again. The other thing, I love the sound machine idea with hectic sounds. I would love one of the sounds to be a cop car pulling me over. So that I can get off the phone real quick. I'd <sighs> be like, oh my God, I'm getting pulled over. I got to get off the phone. Now that I'm saying it, I'm going to jinx myself and really get pulled over. So maybe let's scratch that. Love y'all. Great show today. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
0: I remember getting the package in the mail of Me Undies underwear, and I had seen the copy points, right? That they wanted us to talk about on the show where they were saying these are gonna be the most comfortable underwear that you've ever owned. These are gonna be the softest underwear that you've ever owned. Did I believe them? We'll see. They slipped the underwear on, and they were right. Oh, my goodness. Once you go me undies, you don't go back. So soft, so comfortable, and they've got breathable fabrics that are going to be so helpful in keeping everything downstairs nice and cool in these hot summer months. They're designed to be the softest thing you have ever worn. They've got a great offer for Upside listeners, 15% off and free shipping for any first-time buyers. MeUndies has a problem-free philosophy. If you don't like it, they're going to refund your money or exchange your purchase. No caveats, no questions. They're just going to take care of you. So if you want to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping and experience the softest thing to ever touch your skin, go to MeUndies.com slash upside. That's MeUndies.com slash upside.
2: Hey, Callie and Jeff just heard the part about what foods, or taste you would miss, um, it would have to be coffee. I know you guys aren't huge coffee drinkers, but it's because of the ritual that goes with it. Like when I wake up in the morning, I cannot wait to have that first taste of coffee. And it's, like I said, the whole ritual and tradition with it that goes for me. So I would be really bummed. Like if the smell bothered me, cause I love the smell, even when my husband makes it. And um, yeah, so, all right, that's, that's my thought. Have a great day. Bye.
3: Hi, this is Haley. I was just listening to today's podcast and, uh, Jeff was saying how the whole Mr. Fixit thing is like a male, female thing. I have to disagree. Um, I am a female, uh, I guess, obviously, I don't know if that's awkward anyway. Um, I struggle with mental health issues and I also have a fix it mentality. And so it's hard for me when I go through phases of depression and anxiety because I want to fix it for myself. And then when my husband deals with it, like I want to fix it for him. But I think the biggest form of growth is being able to realize that you can't fix it and you have to sit with it and it will pass and you can work through it and grow from it. But no, women totally want to fix it too. Um, Anyway, just thought I'd let you know. Bye. Hey, I'm calling out the foods that uh, you would have a hard time giving up. I'm actually the opposite of Jeff. If I only get it, like, once a year or once every so often, then I think I would have an easier time getting, giving it up. The ones that came to mind right away were chocolate and french fries. And actually, really, anything potato, I think I'd have a hard time giving up. Love potatoes. All right, have a great day. Bye. That girl did not read off of a script to critique your review on the Airbnb. What the heck? Who does that? Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Lindsay. When I was listening to the episode from Tuesday, um, and you guys were talking about how you don't deal well in chaotic situations, it reminded me of a really uh, funny experience. Well, Funny looking back at it, but not funny at the time. When I was in my 20s, I was sharing an apartment with one of my really good guy friends, and he was out of town for work. And so, of course, I would always lock the top latch um, of the door to the apartment if he was going to be gone, um, just for safety. And lo and behold, in the middle of the night, I hear someone trying to get in, and I see a man's hand in the door, trying to open the latch. And I run out of my room, screaming to the top of my lungs. Mind you, I don't have much on because I'm someone who likes to sleep with, I'm a cool sleeper. And so I like to stay cool. Anyways, instead of actually calling the cops or maybe kicking the door to break their hand, I just screamed to the top of my lungs. It was like a cheesy horror movie. Needless to say, I do not deal well in chaotic situations.
2: Thanks, bye. It is our failure to become our
0: perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.